Welcome to the Hope United podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. Hey, it's great to be back. It's always fun to be here. Pastor Josh and Bishop Swilly, and good morning to all of you online, wherever you are. Why aren't you here? You should be here. Where are you? What's the deal? We had a fun time with the men yesterday. Ladies, we were thinking about you. And we know that we were prospering because the ladies were praying. Actually, they've been praying a long time. <laughs> I mean, a lot of prayers for some of us. But um, we, had a, we had a time, a, a, a really fun, intensive kind of time. The kind of times that I had occasionally when I was a kid when I got saved. I got saved at 20. And I had men, older men, pull me aside and say, you need to grow up. And these are things you need to learn. And if you don't, we'll sit you down. You're out of the game. And they just began to pour into my life and begin to challenge me, which I needed as a young man and as a middle-aged man. And so we did some of that yesterday. And, um, you know, sometimes the ladies say, what are you going to teach him? What are you going to do? <laughs> and yesterday, the ladies who cooked got to have their backs to us, but they were listening. You could tell they're... Up to D, I go, D, am I doing good? She goes, You're doing good. You're doing good. And so sometimes ladies say, Why can't we have a meeting like that? Or ladies say, Can we have a um can we have a meeting to talk to you about what you're gonna say to the men the night before? Like, we'll send them if you say this. Or if you talk to my husband about this or my son about this, I'll send them. And so it's always fun. And so this morning I thought we'd turn the tables just a little bit and we'd have a men's meeting. Is that okay if we have a men's meeting? And ladies, you're allowed to be a part. Now, ladies, now listen. I got three girls, you know. I can be sweet. I can be kind. I can be merciful. It's in there somewhere. But ladies, you know, it isn't really about Men becoming men, it's about us being a better us, male or female. Hello? And so if you'll you'll flow, ladies, I'll just say this is the kind of stuff we do with men. I do it with military guys. I do it with sports teams. I do it with groups of corporate guys. And so just it's different than church. So this is a little bit different than praise the Lord, and that was a nice sermon, okay? This is going to be, hey, get it together or get out kind of stuff. Is that okay, ladies? Turn the person next to you and say, he's probably talking to you, not me. We said that yesterday. All the guys knew I was talking to them. Let me give you just a thought. There's, and you could look up if you want. It's a little dark in here, but you can look up if you want on the scriptures. The scriptures that what we work with, when we're working with guys, and I train Navy SEAL guys and Air Force Special Warfare guys and I'm with young people all the day that say they want to do something great. And I say, really? Well, then suck it up and let's deal. Talk's cheap, dude. You know, bring your A game or you're going home. And they say, did you used to be a pastor? And I say, there's a time when I'm a pastor and there's times when I'm not a pastor. (laughs) And right now I'm not your pastor. And if you didn't come ready, we're going to crush you. and You're going home. They go, wow. Like (laughs) Jekyll and Hyde or something, you know. 
1 Corinthians 13.11 says, and you all know this, when I was a child, and I'm going to do the stuff that we did Friday night so the ladies can hear what we talked about Friday night, and I'm going to get your input. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, and I reasoned like a child. What are the three things that children do? They talk like kids. They think like kids. Stupid. And they reason like kids, which is bad reasoning. But when I became a what? A man. I did what? I put away childish things. Now, ladies, it isn't a man issue. I got 20 minutes right here. The hook's going to come and get me. I got. <laughs> Bing! You could say, when I was a girl, I talked like a girl, I thought like a girl a young girl, and I reasoned like a girl. But when I became a woman of God, I put away childish things. Right. Some of you haven't done that. Come on now. Some of you ladies, some of you men, you haven't got it. You don't get it. He didn't save you to leave you the way you are with your excuses. He said, I have a better version of you living inside of you, and you resist it because you're lazy and undisciplined, and you don't want to get it together because you like your excuses, because if we took your excuses away, you wouldn't know who you are, because your identity is wrapped up in how screwed up you are. Hello? But you don't understand my mom, or you don't understand my dad, you don't understand I was this, or, you know, for me, I was sexually abused twice, seventh grade and eighth grade. And I drank from uh, ninth grade to 20 years old because I couldn't deal with the stuff going on in my life. So I drank. And Jesus comes along and says, why are you drinking? I don't know. It's because you're messed up. Deal with your stuff before it deals with you. It's already been dealing with you. You can stay sick and a victim all your life, or you can say, this is not going to define my life anymore. And when I counsel people, they don't want to lose their history because they wouldn't know who they are. Don't you understand how messed up I am? Because my mom, my dad, my this, my that. Get over it. Take off your diaper and change your own diaper. Jesus says, haven't I given you the power and haven't I sent you the Holy Spirit? Why do you need to be burped all the time? When are you going to get over it and change? I mean, one year we'll tolerate it, but you're doing this two, three, four years in a row? And you come to church? Get your act together. Grow up. Repent. Find the therapy that you need and move on. Amen. Hello? So I, I think about when I was a child because there's still childish ways inside me. They live in there. They want to come out. Romans 5, 6, and 7 is still inside me, but always, also is Romans 8. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, just as you excel in everything. How many aren't excelling in very many things? Ooh, it's quiet. Amen. I mean, the Lord says to me through a, guy, a pastor mentor guy, Robert, there's nothing about you in your life that's excellent. You're late. Your clothes look lousy on you. Why don't you iron them? Why don't you shine your shoes? 
If a shoe's meant to be shined, shine it. Right. Why do you have food on your shirt? Yeah. Get it off. Your car looks like a mess. Your, your lawn looks like a mess. There's nothing about you that's excellent in your life. And he says, just as you excel in everything, when are you going to get, get, get converted in the kingdom and start being excellent? Amen. Well, I don't want to change and be excellent. It's a lot of work. I've got to change my thinking, my stinking thinking. Grow up. And so the Lord begins to work on us and say, why are you mediocre and average? Why do you have mediocre and average friends? Why do you have loser friends? Because losers hang with losers. And winners hang with winners. And excuse-minded people will always find more excuse-minded people to give them more excuses for not doing what they need to do. Right. You show me your friends, you show me where you spend your time, you show me where you spend your money, and I'll tell you where you'll be in five years or six months easy. It's not rocket science. Where your treasure is, your heart is. Where your heart is, your treasure is. That's right. I only spend time every day thinking one thing. I'm going to listen to a champion today. I'm on the podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to go somewhere, and I'm going to read material about becoming better and stronger and more capable and getting rid of stuff. And every day, I have a choice to what to put in my brain. Let me do this real quick. Yesterday, I said, hey, you guys, tell me, tell me the, the characteristics of a winner. And without any hesitation on Friday night, the guys went, a winner has determination. What does a loser have? It's a quitter. Yeah. Right. A winner is confident and is gaining confidence. What's a loser? He's insecure. What's a winner? Persistent. Persistent. Inconsistent. A loser is inconsistent. I work with high-performing people. I work with special ops guys or those who would like to be special ops. And you know what a champion has that nobody else has? He has discipline or she has discipline and consistency every single day. Year after year, Excellence, consistency, discipline every single day. It doesn't matter what they're doing, what they're doing. Every day they focus on what they can do. They don't compare themselves to anybody else. They, they just do what they got to do, whether anybody encourages them or not. Because it doesn't matter what they say, because they got a vision of being better and doing more and accomplishing more and feeling better and liking themselves better. But it says you got to be consistent and disciplined and excellent every day. When I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, I don't want to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Hello? I got a lazy thing inside me as good as you. But if I want to do what I'm going to do, then I got to suck it up and pay the price and do what I got to do. And if you do what you're committed to do by principle, you'll feel better afterwards. But if you wait for feelings to do it, you may never do it. So you say to yourself, stop talking that crap to yourself. Get out of bed. Get out of bed. 
Don't eat that. Don't go there. Do this. Hang with winners. I don't have any friends at all my age. None. On purpose. Why? I got one. But, but he's younger than me. Why? Because they act old, they talk old, they think old, they dream old, and they plan old. And they walk old. Get that stoop in their neck, thing sets in with calcium. Why? Because they haven't learned to stand up. You do push-ups, you'll stand up straight. I don't want to walk around like an old guy. Hello? I spend time with 35 and 40-year-olds in the gym who say, Mr. Owens, you can do another set. Suck it up, Mr. Owens. Come on, let's go. If I hang with losers, old people, they want to know about my medications. <laughs> if I spend time with kids, they don't give a rip if I have medications. Do another set. Right. Winners have discipline. Losers are undisciplined. Winners are selfless. Losers are selfish. Winners execute. Losers don't pull the trigger. Ready, aim, 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 aim. Next month I'll do it. Tomorrow I'll do it. The next week I'll do it. I, I got more excuses. I just can't pull the trigger. When are you going to pull the trigger? Right. Well, you know, when I get my time or when this works out, Sacrifice, winners sacrifice. Losers, what do they do? They don't pay the price. Excellent. Losers, crap. Hello? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I love Jesus too. But I don't live in that world. I live with real people out in the real world, and it's crap. Where are we? Down here. Look at excellent, crap, trustworthy, untrustworthy, unreliable. Problem solvers. <laughs> they are the problem. You know, some people run at problems and say, I got to get into this thing and fix it. Others, yeah. they're just like pig pen or something. They have problems swirling around them every day. Yeah. Well, you understand. I understand. You're in Jesus. You're planting your seed like we just said. You'll change. And your world will change right. when you get rid of the negative and start living in the positive. Yeah. That's right. Problem solver. They are the problem. Purpose driven. No purpose. Focused. Not focused. Coachable. Not coachable. How many in here are coachable? I don't believe it. I believe that you, if you're like me and others, you procrastinate, you hear it, and you don't apply it. You know it's right. You don't want to do it. 
We teach, if you do this, you'll succeed. You say, yeah, but you understand, maybe next month I'll try that or do that. Get rid of those friends. Now, I like them. They're my family. Get rid of them. Hello? I got a sister I haven't talked to in four or five years. Why? Because she's negative. And she sees the worst. And she talks about people. And I say, I love you by text. I don't want to, I, I don't have time for that. And she goes to church. And she hangs out with people that talk about people that does. They're all together. Birds of a feather flock together. Monkey see, monkey do. And I say, I don't talk to you because you're draining. Well, you're just a punk little brother. Well, you're 74. And, and you've never been married. With your college degree, making all your money. You're hard to be around. You couldn't buy a friend. She hangs up the phone. We don't talk for a while. I love her. I just don't have time to put up. I I had to the first 45 years. I don't have to anymore. Some of you go, he needs prayer. (laughs) Some have integrity. Losers are dishonest. Mutually, what's that word? Mentally strong. Mentally strong. Mentally weak. Hello? Secure. Losers are insecure. Winners are positive. Negative, what are you? And don't say, well, say, try it. And what's our goal? Men, when I was a child, ladies, when I was a girl, thought like a immature, young, whatever. But when I became a woman of God or became a man of God, I put away childish things. I got my act together. Yeah. And I got coached and I changed. And I embraced the suck. And every day I do something hard that I don't want to do. And I wrestle with my flesh. And I make it come into submission because God has a purpose and a, and a plan for your life and my life. Yeah. Unless you want to live over here and pray a lot and go nowhere. I wrote this down this morning. I was up early. And I just... The difference between the two is this truth. Everything you want and dream of lies outside your comfortability. That's good. And there's two people inside you. There's the one that you're living every day and the one that dreams inside you every day. I wish I would, could, should... And there's a battle every day mentally and emotionally with, yeah, but you understand this is my circumstance, and this is why I need to stay the way I am. And the other one says, when am I really going to live that life that's inside of me? I really would like to be, do, become. And there's tension every day, so people drink and do drugs because the tension of who they don't want to be and who they're called to be, and that mental thing is draining. And you can't live with it day in and day out because it's too hard. It's depressing. 
And you either choose to step into that new place or sit in a mud puddle and just sit there and say, this is my world. I'm stuck. I'm a victim. You're not a victim. You're lazy. You're weak. And we all have been and are. It's a day-to-day battle and struggle. Some churches coddle their congregations and they're all weak losers together. Hello. Now, now listen, I'm 50 years in Jesus. I got in this thing at 20, and I am not supposed to tell you this, but I'm 70. And I've been in lots of churches like these guys around the world. And you draw what's like you. And losers look for places to congregate, be losers together, and don't be challenged. And other places draw people who want to change and grow, and they don't mind hearing the truth and going home and praying about it, and they grow and they change, and the whole church prospers. People come to my church and say, Pastor, you're pretty hard. Go down the street. Somebody wants your, your butt in their chair. They'll say, how many did you have in church today? Oh, I have 500. You can have that 500. I don't want that. I want people to want to grow. Yeah. I want people to want to be victorious and sing these songs. The goodness and mercy has been after me all my life, and I've got it, and it's helped me get different. Yeah. I'd rather have 100 people that are hungry I'd rather have 100 high schoolers. I'd rather have five high schoolers that say, coach me. Versus 30, 35, 50 guys with a lot of talent that just go, ah, he wasn't a bad speaker. I spoke to FAMU football last year, beginning of the season, all on the field. You guys losers or winners? What are you going to do at Jackson State? Some of you watch you run, you need help. Got them all on a knee. Coach said, have at them. Give them a Navy SEAL deal. So I talked to him. I said, I'm going to watch you all season long. Some of you are just fat and lazy and you don't know what you're doing here. I just can help by the way you work out. You want to win? You want to lose at life? They all looked at me like, who is this guy? They only lost two games last year. They went from losing eight to losing two. They lost to Jackson State, and they shouldn't have. It was a close game. You see, there's buried talent in all of us, but someone like Jesus or the people you hang with is supposed to help you bring that out and do what you're called to do and be what you're called to be. But you're going to have to embrace, you're going to have to embrace the suck this sucks. Get over it. Yeah. Life's hard. Yeah. Life's not easy. No. Life's hard. Yeah. You live 50 or you know, five decades like me in this thing. God, Jesus. thought this was going to be, you're going to cover my tail and protect me and help me and stuff. No, I'm going to help you go through the storm. Yes. Yeah. Hello? So I say to men, 
I love you. I'm nice. For those of you online, he said, sort of. Honestly, I'm just, you know, but I don't, I don't want to just coddle people. I want to see him come up a, and a year later come up and say, Guy at work, pastor. Look what happened in my life, pastor. Look what's gone on in my life, pastor. Look at what's gone on since this happened in my life. Thank you, pastor. I'd rather have that than a bunch of people just say, you know, that guy's out of his mind. Hard, mean. Because the Holy Spirit is sent to convict us, was sent to counsel us, but to convict us and then say, stop it, change. It's been five years I've been telling you that. Ten years I've been telling you that. And that's what we do at men's meetings. If you don't like it, don't come back. Go suck your thumb someplace and go someplace else. Grow up. When I was a child, get over it. Some men are more mature at 70, I mean at 17, than other men have ever been mature at 70. Because maturity does not come with age, it comes with the acceptance of responsibility. For yourself. Take responsibility for your stuff. So, ladies, do you like men's meetings? Yes. Then how many ladies need to repent right now and deal with your stuff? Embrace the suck. Deal with your discipline issues. Deal with your mind. Get rid of your excuses. Get rid of your friends. Make a decision to grow. This church is committed These two are committed to give you every opportunity to change and grow because we all need to change and grow. All the rest of our lives, we should be changing and growing. Ladies, if you know that you're lying to yourself and you're living that life that you shouldn't be living, thinking, eating, talking, that's you. I want you to stand up right now. God says, stop it. Ladies, Why is it that if you know that God's after you and you got excuses and you don't want to do what he wants you to do and you keep looking in the mirror and you see the same old person and you know God's going, hello. And you know that he says today in the anointing that's in here, stop it. Today's the day to make a decision to change. Stand up. Ladies, men, how many men in here? Stand up. I'm already standing. Because I get this every day. Robert, you gave me that yesterday. Stop it. And I have friends like Bishop. Robert, how are you doing? I'm working on that one. I have a challenge with bitterness, unforgiveness. How about you? I talk, I forgive until I want to see him. Right. I want to see him. Lord goes, hello. When are you going to get right and forgive? 
What are you, work, what are you working on? Anger? Self-worth? Eating? Talking? Gossiping? Non-excellence? Cutting yourself slack? There's a reason why some of you haven't got a raise to promotion. But he, Jesus loves us. He says, come on. I went to the cross to help you win at life. Pastor? Where's the pastor? He's on the piano. I've run over my time. How many glad you came today? Yeah. You need to find a group like this and deal every day. Say this with me, Lord Jesus, given to myself, I'm a mess. I lie to myself, I cut myself slack, I have more excuses than I should, I'm not disciplined like I know you want me to be, I'm emotionally immature. in areas of my life and I want to change and I want to grow up and stop talking thinking and reasoning like a child because I want to become that man or that woman of God forgive me and help me and send the right encourages to be around me. Just lift up your hands like this. Say, Jesus, touch me today. And then I'll talk from now on. Lord, they give you permission to touch them today. Show them those areas that they need to embrace the suck and grow up. And we thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your patience, your kindness. Heal us, God. Heal our minds. Heal our hearts. Help us grow to become mature. And may this house be a place of truth and encouragement. There's churches all over the city that are not making a difference. Nice people, good people, just out of the game in many ways. May this church be a place that produces leaders from followers and confident from non-confident and whole from unwhole.
continue to anoint this house with the goodness of God. It's been running after me and running after us to say, I have more for you than what you're living. Yes. That thing inside you that's crying out to be the new you, I'm inspiring that. Let me help you deal with those hard things and move on. Take one minute and just talk to the Lord. Lord, this is me today. And then tell him what's going on. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for other episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it and share it with friends. For more info or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. Remember, in Christ Jesus, we are one family in faith.